0: I have hours before I start work to do my own thing. That's my time, I can fill it with however I please, which in my case, I go to the gym, I train, I break a sweat, I feel good, I get to work, I'm in a good mood, I'm positive, I'm a positive poly, you know, I'm ready for the day. Welcome to The Power Hour, the weekly podcast
1: that will motivate you to pursue your passion and to achieve success. I'm Adrienne Herbert, international speaker, fitness coach, Adidas global ambassador, and entrepreneur. Each week, I'll be talking to today's leading coaches, creatives, change makers, and innovators to find out their daily habits, morning routines, and rules to live by. The Power Hour is all about taking just one hour each day to help you improve your life and unlock your full potential. Whether you want to build a business, write a book, run a marathon, or maybe you're just looking for a spark of inspiration, The Power Hour is going to help you get there faster. Welcome back to The Power Hour podcast. Today, I am joined by an award-winning journalist and health and fitness editor, personal trainer, and self-confessed fitness addict. If there is a new workout, studio opening, or fitness trend, chances are she's tried it. She writes about health lifestyle diet and well-being for six weekly magazines and is also the editor of woman and homes feel good you and i know that she is an early riser too welcome to the studio lucy Gordle. hello thank you so much for coming in thank you for having me oh my gosh you are probably one of the busiest people I think like six <laughs> weekly magazines and I know as I said that you work out a lot you train hard I've seen it I've seen it on Instagram Lucy <laughs> I doubt there's many people that could keep up with you so I guess firstly I want to kick off by finding out where this like passion for fitness and sport what has come from have you always been into
0: fitness and sport Um, I kind of have always been active. I was always raised to kind of move lots, go outside. You know, I used to do running at school. At university, I always went to the gym every day with my friends. And then it became, I don't know, I moved to London and it was kind of the cool thing to do. Mm -hmm. And there's so many boutique gyms in London. There's so many new trends all the time. And then I started my job in the media and that was it. I was just hooked. And as soon as I kind of got into like health and fitness writing and... Yeah, it was a game changer. I was obsessed. <laughs> I love it. It yeah. just it's feel good. But also, I like the crowd. I like the people. Yeah. Um, it's Become just, part of your like, yeah, social it, life as well. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I really
1: enjoy it. So when you first started out in journalism, it was like
0: five, almost six years ago? Um, I was 24 and I'm 20... No, I was 23. I'm 28 now. So yeah, about five years, four and a half, five years ago. Yeah. yeah. And I guess then as you just
1: described, like the London fitness scene, it was booming, you know, it was booming Mm. then. It's obviously continued to grow and evolve and it's just, yeah, it doesn't seem to be slowing down. So how, I guess, has it changed in that time
0: since when you started to now? There are so many new gyms that have opened over the past few years. Thing is, so many of them are very similar. So it does get a bit, you know, you hear about a new workout and you think, oh yeah, I've done that before. But some do stand out. Some Mm. I like more than others. Um, It's just... It's constantly growing. I do think there'll be a point when it plateaus because they've run out of ideas. (laughs) Like there's only so much, there's only so many new trends and new workouts you can physically create. But yeah, it's, cu- it's been it's been massive. It's booming all the time. Yeah.
1: And like I said, when you first started out, I guess, how mm. did you kind of, you know, like get in? I guess obviously you, you studied journalism, right? Yeah, I did at university, yeah. Yeah. So did you know then you like, this is, you know, straight off the bat. I want to be a writer. I want to be a journalist. And you just went and, yeah. What and Did you intern at magazines? How did you kind of get started in it?
0: Okay. So it all kind of started when I was about nine, 10. Um, me and my best friend would make magazines for each other. So I would sit in my bedroom every Saturday, and sunday making magazines while i was listening to the radio recording the top 40 charts stopping you know at the breaks like no no yeah. don't record and then i just that's all i wanted to do was work in magazines that was it um so i studied at university and then during university i was interning at different publications like local newspapers i interned at cosmo as well uh, the uk one then i lived in australia for a year and interned at some magazines over there and um just, I was hooked. That's mm. all I wanted to do. You know, when you've got such a passion for something and you can't think of anything else you'd want to do. Mm. And that was it really. And then I got an internship at Now Magazine. Yep. And then I moved back home. I was living back at home at the time in Bedford where my parents used to live. And then I got a call one day saying, oh, we've got a job opened up. Do you want to come back to now? And then after a month they went, oh, we'll make this permanent. So within about two weeks, I'd moved to London, found a place. And that was it. And um, yeah, and that's, then I just worked my way up from there. That's
1: super interesting that you had that from a young age, you knew, cause so many people, I guess at nine, 10, like 15, maybe 25, you know, they don't know what they want to do. Yeah. And they kind of go, oh, what are your skills? What are you good at? What do you <laughs> yeah. enjoy? Like seriously, people like really struggle to find yeah. um, a passion and a focus and so to kind true. of feel like, actually maybe they maybe either got too much choice so they're like oh i like loads of things Mm. or they're just like there's nothing that really makes me sparks yeah Mm. so the fact that you had a clear direction from a young age and that didn't change that it stayed the same it really i mean before that i
0: wanted to be a spice girl but obviously as Mum said you can't be a spice girl there are the spice girls you can't be them so then i've decided journalism was probably more for me
1: Well it worked out well. Yeah, and as I it said, did. you are so so busy. But I guess in that time then, so writing for all these different publications, writing about lifestyle, <laughs> fitness, and as you said, there's always a new, you know, trend or a new gym. Always you must get some terrible press releases and you must have seen <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like you must have seen it all. So what can you what's been any like stand out like what's the worst concept or thing that you've been sent
0: oh my gosh i can't even (laughs) oh no you know what (laughs) i will actually delete a press release if there's a typo in the subject line because i just oh in the subject line not in the whole thing well if the subject line has a typo that's shocking yeah okay Like, come on i mean i've been so tempted to reply sometimes and say I'm really sorry, but before you send this to anyone else, you just have to change this typo. They'd probably be really grateful if you did. I'm well, somebody I... <laughs> who probably sends a lot of typos, so someone. But if you're me. sending it out to a batch of media, like come on, you would. You get need it. to proofread it, yep. typed. Um, but I concept-wise. Oh gosh! I there mean, there must be like
1: you know random
0: diet things and like I don't know. Oh, there's a million. There's dancey workouts okay. that I'm not really a fan of. Anything dance because oh, really? I've got two left feet. Okay, a I can't dance unless it's just you know with a drink in my hand and a nightclub yeah. floor just yeah. bopping along. Um, yeah, dance workouts that it's also really incorporate you. some burpees and stuff, and you just think, what is this? Okay, it's, it's kind it's of a hybrid. Yeah, it's what? What are you doing here? Are you doing a hit workout or are you? you know, doing a dance routine. I don't Mm -hmm. understand. So I avoid any (laughs) events like that because I just think I'm going to be stood there getting frustrated because I don't know what I'm doing (laughs) and I don't grasp it. Yeah. Diet wise, oh, there's always new diets. Diets... These extremely low diet, low calorie diets mm-hmm. baffle me because I just don't know. I've tried them. I went half a day oh on a gosh. soup diet and Oof. was sat there at two p.m. like I can't do this. I can't do it. Yeah, physically could not half a day. And was that, I got is that no like willpower. research for
1: your job to be like I'm going to
0: try this out? I just want just... to see if I can do it. Yeah, <laughs> because you know, I mean, I've got quite a bit of willpower, mm. but the fact that I couldn't even last half a day before yeah. I got so hungry mm. that I was inhaling all the food in my cupboard at work. You know, this is ridiculous to me this whole health and fitness world it needs to just be stripped way back mm-hmm. back it's to basics it. there's too much stuff going on now it's too it's too much it's too much noise okay yeah we need because the thing is we all know the basic fundamentals
1: yeah. and the simple stuff but i think often that's boring and that doesn't mm-hmm. sell do you know what i mean people don't want to be told like be consistent move more eat fruit and veg like, we know the stuff i actually I, did it yeah. earlier this week it's like we know we don't need more information yeah we need application we just need to actually do but just take
0: action. Don't you think like we get told this stuff so much that it feels like it's stressful just listening to it now because it's like, am I doing enough? Like and then yeah. one minute you're told don't eat too much fruits, too much sugar. Oh, for crying out loud. Okay, well, <laughs> <laughs> like, it's better to have fruit than the cake, surely. Yeah, you just can't exactly. do right for doing wrong half the time. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> it drives me mad.
1: Yeah, you're right. There's a lot of info and it can mm. be super hard as well for people to kind of yeah, figure out what they should be listening to. And yeah. as you said, it can just stress you out. Like I know people that have said to me about they tried to track their sleep and they got less sleep because they were just worried about like i'm not asleep yet i'm not asleep (laughs) yet and after like you know this research about how much we should sleep it's like if it's going to stress you out and stop you sleeping like just get rid of this whole like tech in your you know just so true like you said
0: simplify and strip it back exactly and also stop um listening to what everyone else is doing i know with you know there's so many people who are always influencing us which is great if it's a good a positive thing but when you're being told to do something and you think that's the right way but what if it doesn't work for you and or don't eat carbs yeah I went half a day without carbs and was like this is not working for me I no, can't
1: a life can't without carbs it. for me is not a life I want to live I know <laughs> same
0: yeah
1: um, so with that thing of influence health and fitness mags have had I guess I think quite a lot of bad press recently yes. for their you know contradictory front cover headlines mm. to their lack of diversity in their cover stars mm-hmm. so do you think that media publications you know have a respons- responsibility to address this and what do you think that they could be doing better?
0: Um, The diversity on covers, I totally agree with. Um, There should be diversity on covers because if it's aimed at women, it's aimed at all women. You're not just narrowing it down to one specific group. Mm. I do know what you're talking about. Mm. (laughs) Um, With the media though, of course, we've got a big responsibility. You know, we're telling people uh, health facts, especially when it comes to more medical um, stories. We've got to get our facts straight. We've got to get the best experts on board. But it all does come down to if you want to sell you do have to put on a cover what a reader wants to see mm. and things like drop a dress size in a week mm. they sell really because that's the thing is <laughs> so, that's where I think people get so you know, you know it's,
1: it's, it's a magazine that's telling you this is about health and it's about fitness or wellness and what does that mean mm. and I guess that's what I mean by contradictory is that I've seen magazines and I think people have even you know highlighted it before where they'll circle something that says you know on the cover it's talking about um, how to get rid of cellulite and then further down it's like how to build confidence and self-love <laughs> and you're kind of like you said it's like people if they want to buy if yeah. they want to sell they're going to be like buy this but then they're also like oh we should you know it's like how are they they're trying to please everyone but effectively i think they've yeah. got to kind of yeah i guess be responsible and be like we can't just like it's like clickbait but for yeah. front yeah it's, it's
0: difficult mm. definitely to get you know your cover lines etc correct especially now with the rise of social media there's always people on your case mm. every magazine has got a batch of people who are like Calling I can't believe out. they said that yeah. No, that's wrong that's right that's wrong most mostly it's wrong so I mean <laughs> again it goes back to you can't do right we <laughs> doing wrong you will never please everyone yeah you just can't please everyone
1: yeah um, and I guess as,
0: as consumers
1: or we use our purchase power don't we so I guess if we keep buying certain things they're going to keep making them in that way because it's like yeah. well, you're showing people that like you said this is what sells
0: yeah exactly and also don't forget a cover line is only a little bit of that story you yeah. know if you actually open the mag and read the article it could actually be quite different to what the cover line covers are
1: yeah cover
0: lines are there for a reason to draw that reader in
1: yeah to kind so, of stand out on exactly the, yeah exactly. and sensationalize and all yeah. of that kind of stuff so um Okay, so you, but bringing it back to you, you are a qualified personal trainer now. yeah, And you also specialize in pre and postnatal fitness. Yes. So why did you want to become a trainer? And are you tempted to maybe change
0: careers one day? Oh, good question. Um, why did I want to become a trainer? So it was a few years ago, I just suddenly wanted to. And as soon as I have an idea in my head, mm-hmm. that's it, I have to do it. And yep. I get really annoyed if it doesn't happen quickly. <laughs> so I just started a course, it went on for a few months. Yep. I made some good friends on that course. Um and it was it was quite intense. It was Monday and Tuesdays after work, I remember, and then tons of online work. And yeah. it didn't help that for two of those weeks I was jetting off to the Philippines to some bay. <laughs> so Um but yeah, it was a it was a great course. learned a lot. The human body is fascinating.
1: Yeah.
0: Um and then I did pre and postnatal purely because I don't know, I just felt there was quite it's quite a niche area. Mm. And again, I find women's bodies so interesting. Yeah. Like the, the way that we can produce a human and grow a human inside us and give birth to this human out of something, which isn't very big. Yes. <laughs> baffles me. It honestly- it I, baffles me, Lucy, and I've done I, it. And you've done it. I'm in <laughs> awe of women who have had children. I, yeah. I really, really am. I'm, like, I'm reading a book at the moment about midwife's tales. Mm-hmm. And it's just fascinating. It's yeah. so interesting. Yeah. Honestly, it's really great. Yeah. yeah. So any, so yeah, any career changes in oh yeah, the line Or, or <laughs> back or not to that question. Um, As it is, I'm happy how I am. I do teach um, at a studio in London mm-hmm. twice a week. I'd like to increase that a little, maybe teach somewhere else as well. I would like to kind of use my pre and postnatal skills a little bit more as well, but I mean, I love I love working in magazines yeah. I really do yeah. yeah and where where do you teach what are your classes if people want to come down I teach at DigMe. Uh, mm-hmm. it's a studio in Rathbone near Tottenham Court Road in London yeah and um, I teach a matrix class so it's a mixture of skill mill so running on the skill mill yep. which is um, a form of treadmill I guess it's a little bit harder than a treadmill TRX body weight and kettlebells it's 50 minute long it's very high intensity um it's very sweaty but it's good fun um i teach monday evenings half six and wednesday mornings at seven so i told you you were busy you
1: are busy (laughs) because the thing is you have a full-time job as well as all this you know teaching as well as training yourself and i just yeah i feel like you never stop but later on, we'll come on to talking about that and talking about (laughs) the the early starts so Uh, another thing that i want to talk to you about and i guess you know it's not that it's all controversial but maybe maybe some people would say that it is but is this whole idea of training for weight loss which you know 10 20 50 years ago that wasn't kind of that that was people's reason for training especially mm-hmm. women mm-hmm. um but i know that it's something that you've talked quite candidly and honestly about online on instagram and it's something that i've actually heard quite a few women talking about recently both you know uh, fitness influencers and in fact yesterday I saw the mum of two on her instagram stories mm-hmm. and she's currently trying to lose weight after having you know her second child yeah. and she's exercising and she's I think she's even training for maybe the london marathon and she's also like making changes to her diet you know in order to do so and so she went on on her stories to say that in a time of you know hyper body positivity which is of course an incredibly important conversation and yes all mm-hmm. women should be able to feel happy and confident and accepted at any body shape and size. But she was saying that it's almost become now unacceptable for women to say that they're exercising to lose weight. And, you know, she, yeah, she felt like she almost had to do a disclaimer that was like, you know, for people straight away were messaging her, you know, saying, because saying that you want to lose weight or you're exercising to lose weight is an ug message that's. Fashionable, but it's also not a message now that is even, yeah, acceptable. So, Mm.
0: what do you think, Lucy? Oh my gosh. I think if you want to work out to lose weight, then good for you. Like, you can do whatever you want to do, don't listen to anybody else. If that's the reason why you want to exercise, what's wrong with that? Mm. Like, a big chunk of the reason I work out and train so hard is because I want to look good and i want to feel like i look good in my clothes it's also because you know it gives me energy and it does make me feel strong it makes me feel i love breaking a sweat before work mm. so there is other elements it's not my ultimate goal but i do want to look in the mirror and be and have the body that i want and that there's no problem in admitting that mm-hmm. and i feel like these days people are just at your throat the second you say something that might go against the whole body positivity thing and loving your body how it is mm this is fine like it's good to have a motivation it's good to have a goal if that's Mm. what you want and I think you know, we should always be aspire. I think it's fine to aspire from, to, like, to want more. Hmm, all but the do you time. think the two things
1: are mutually exclusive? So, like you just said, then you know, loving your body doesn't mean to say if you're someone who exercises that you don't love your body. You're not doing it out of hatred for your body. You can love your body and still want to exercise and work out and feel good. Yeah, of course. Yeah.
0: I love my body, but I still want to see more abs. Like, <laughs> come on, what's wrong with that? It's, it's fine. And I think people need to start focusing on their own lives and stop getting at other people for their comments like if you if that's how you feel just crack on with your own life you do you they'll do them and that's it like i think everyone needs to just sometimes i don't know if this is right right thing to say i feel like people have too much free time maybe like you know just fill your time with something else Hmm. then kind of commenting on someone's motivation for exercising so there's no shame in admitting you love your body because you know you've worked hard at the gym Mm. to get like some lines on your body if that's what you want then so be it like at the end of the day just be kind Mm. and be nice to people and I think everyone should just stop obsessing over what other people are posting and just
1: it's hard I mean I sometimes feel like myself I kind of hold back sometimes from certain things because online I feel like you know, it's it's difficult and frustrating because you don't just want to not have an opinion or just be vanilla, yeah, but then equally, yeah. it's like, I guess I've said this before, I think I'm a bit of a wimp in the sense that I'm like, oh, as you said, I don't want, I guess, to offend people, but also I don't want people to take what I've said out of context. Yeah. So in the case, it just kind of, it just narrows down so much what you, how much of yourself you can truly be, do you um, know what I mean? Yeah, it
0: does, because you just can't say anything. Like, and again, you just can't please everyone. You yeah. cannot please everyone so if you're just yourself then hopefully you'll please some people yeah and exactly. if some people don't like it then so be it like yeah. when are you ever going to make everyone happy this is true you um, can't. yeah and even like doing
1: this show for example i do these little mini voice notes these little like motivational episodes and sometimes like people will say oh thanks like i really liked that one but then i'm sure for some people you know what it's like people yeah. are like oh motivation summation like roll their eyes they're like oh adrienne <laughs> i don't want to hear about getting up early and i have to just accept you know some people <laughs> some people just can't do it no and like that's okay some people it's will cool. love my and some yeah. people will not and, and it's like, fine. you can't
0: please everyone and that's yeah. the beauty of the society we live in everyone's different and everyone has different opinions can how can you imagine how boring it would be if we all thought the same and we all looked the same and no one had any opinions on stuff that oh it'd be boring i think it's great that everyone's different it's fine just be kind about it and there's no need to post nasty things on social media either
1: well i think that is the key word right there right kindness like being kind if you're if the intention behind what you're doing is coming from a good place and you know like you said you wanted to i think that's when it gets yeah if everyone was a little bit kinder it would be fine but as you said people unfortunately maybe they're just having a bad day and then they see something and they're gonna let you know about it you know know what
0: i've snapped before people i remember um Okay, i'm going for a tangent i smashed my phone at the gym once i dropped something on it and basically and um, this was this was years ago and i snapped at someone who came over saying something to me like oh can i borrow this dumbbell or something and i was like i snapped to him and i thought that's only because lucy you were really angry just then like you just had a bad moment so an hour later i went to find him and was like i'm really really sorry that <laughs> i snapped at you that's so rude of me but yeah of course everyone has those bad days or bad moments or yeah but um yeah at the end of the day just just be nice yeah be nice so many people on this show have said that
1: they're like be nice to everyone and let's just get on with that if you're
0: nice to everyone karma will love you and hopefully good things will happen to you there we go many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out my solution is plush care
1: I'm gonna move it on though. And I'm gonna to talk to you about the power hour because of Our course hour. this is the power hour podcast. Yes. And I know you're an early riser, so I wanna get into that. So mm-hmm. Lucy, yes, what time do you get up? What's the first thing that you do in the morning? <laughs> hit, oh, me. No. hit me,
0: hit me. I get up at 5.15 yes. uh, and the first thing I do, honestly, yep. look at my phone. Okay, <laughs> Sorry. so a lot of people do, <laughs> that's fine. Uh, I, I don't wanna even admit that because I know that you're meant to have this 15 minutes, no phone thing. No, the first thing I do is look at my phone, yep. look at my emails, look at my WhatsApp, look at my instagram put the phone down and then a guy drink some water <laughs> okay but how long are you on the phone so i think that's not long also the thing. it's literally a minute just quickly oh. checking and then i
1: put it down and i'm off to oh do no, my that's thing. fine i think people say when they when their alarm goes off. some people have said to me that their alarm goes off at like i don't know half six mm. then they pick up their phone turn off their alarm then they go on to social media and then they get out of bed at seven so they have 30 I minutes. I don't have
0: time. As yeah. in, I have that minute. And then I'm like, right, routine, go. Okay. I've got a train to catch. I've got a gym to get to. Yeah, <laughs> I don't yeah. have time to sit on my phone. <laughs> okay, so you're up. You drink the water. I drink, I drink normally like half a litre of water, specifically filled bottle that sits <laughs> by my bed. Okay. Um, I always open my bed out so, so I can make it before I leave because yeah. I always think that you should make your bed. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it is. And there's what... Who's the guy who said that quote about make your bed? Um, if you make your bed... Nicely, every achieve, day yeah mm, i just this. feel like i can't come home to a messy bed it's like my life's a mess yeah okay. i need to smooth the sheets out the duvet needs to be smooth anyway um off again um then i'll normally have some music on in the morning mm-hmm. while i'm getting ready you know it's um it's missile water time so just get those bags going in the morning so that i don't have any pander eyes what's that missile of water okay. missile of water so I, I get it just to remove like all the makeup you know you think okay. you've got your makeup off at night but mm-hmm. then you wake up and you're like how do I still have so much black around my eye because okay. <laughs> in the night I must rub my eyes a lot so I always do that freshen up and then put my kit on yep. my stuff and bag of clothes for the day is already packed mm-hmm. so that's a job done so everything's ready there to literally pick up my bag and go Um, if I've got time I might have a cup of tea depends on my time allowance um Mm -hmm. always take my supplements in the morning you're meant to take them with food i don't i literally just (laughs) just just neck them back yeah (laughs) it's bad isn't it um and then i i go i walk to the station i'm at the gym for half six i do have a good 35 minutes before I leave the house mm-hmm. I like to kind of feel awake I don't like that five minute frantic rush yeah okay. I like to get up I've got a bit of time like this morning I went online had to renew something mm-hmm. so I just did that for five minutes yeah. and I got a job done you know yeah, I like to achieve off. stuff before people are younger out of bed that's mm-hmm. a good feeling
1: yeah so five fifteen um, is when you're getting up yes and then you're in the gym at 6 30 so do you go to the gym every day do you train every morning
0: I do apart from Wednesdays because I teach and I know six days I don't train at 6 30 saturday and sunday because uh, okay. it doesn't doesn't actually open till about <laughs> nine so i'm like oh, for god's God sake why waiting outside for the door so. <laughs> um but i um i don't train wednesdays because i teach so that forces me to have a rest day mm-hmm. i'm one of those people who probably should take another rest day yeah but i just have a good morning routine okay i don't like breaking it you know it's all well and good people are like you don't rest enough you don't rest enough look that's my problem and um, the day comes when I feel like I've not rested, then I'll take an extra day off. And you I enjoy it. And you go to it. bed early, don't you? Uh, half nine, my life to be. Okay, see, so this <laughs> is the thing as well. So rest is rest, right? So mm-hmm. I think,
1: you know, I'm somebody who, yeah, I do take two or three rest days where I don't exercise yeah. every week. Sometimes, you know, if I'm teaching, maybe it's different. Mm. But in terms of because I'm running outside on yeah. the road, you know, running on the concrete, yeah, I do have these days when I don't um, train. However, yeah. I think sleep is the key ingredient. If I, for example, um, haven't slept well yep. it doesn't matter how many you know if i'm really tired or if I, if I haven't been disciplined and get into bed early then that's where my training suffers Absolutely. not because i've done more or less training no, sleep is the glue that
0: holds this ship together. <laughs> like with no ship, the Yeah, <laughs> I was going to reiterate that. actually like, um, No sleep means I'm moody, I'm miserable, I'm tired, okay. I can't function, my brain doesn't work. I, I do the whole like pouring my mil- my orange juice on my cereal kind of thing, and then you're like, "What is going on, Lucy? What are you doing?" Um, yeah, sleep is mm. crucial. I have. I'm really strict with what I eat before bed because okay. I know that that affects me so much. The second I slip up, I don't sleep properly. Mm. Mm -hmm. little things that you just kind of pick up on i feel like yeah sugar's the biggie i mean even things like dark chocolate just before bed Mm -hmm. although everyone says that's a good like nighttime treat i don't know how people have two squares of dark chocolate by the way it's 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 all or nothing it's a bar or it's nothing (laughs) we agree on that (laughs) exactly i just can't i can't work this out um yeah even stuff like that before bed it just doesn't work for me um i think it's really good to kind of be in tune with your body and know what's when something's wrong, mm-hmm. um, you kind of kind of pick up on it, and to know what could have caused it is really good.
1: Yeah, that's so you true. can think,
0: well, that, I did that yesterday, and actually that made, means my sleep completely was mucked up. Mm. So yeah, let's be
1: honest, we don't want to like admit that's the reason. So say for example, when you're saying that, I feel like, I think I, sugar I don't think affects me that much. I know caffeine does, but sugar doesn't. So yeah, I'm quite sweet tooth. But I know when previously, when I've said to other people, like if they're not sleeping well, or if they say, Adrian, I really want to do your power hour thing, but I just can't get up there. I can't do it. And if I was to say to them, well, maybe you're not sleeping great because of your coffee or your sugar. No, 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 it's not that. It's fine. I can, no. And they kind of, they don't want to like, you just said them identifying being honest yeah. identifying if I have sugar I'm not going to sleep as well uh-huh. you know that so then if of you course. just mean you don't have it sometimes but when you yeah I just know what's going to happen
0: yeah whereas I think um, often
1: people will deny it to me they're like no Adrian I can drink coffee I can eat oh sugar oh my gosh no but sugar gives early. me the
0: shakes like the other night I was in a really foul mood. Yeah, sometimes I emotionally eat. You know, when you're angry, you just think, Ugh, <laughs> give me chocolate. Yes. So, and then I just didn't sleep. I lay awake for hours and woke up miserable from the sugar. Yeah, literally because okay. I'd had sugar just before. Um, caffeine I can't have after about one or two. But do you drink coffee? Do I do in the morning. Yeah, okay. every day I have coffee. Okay. Only normally one, one or, coffee or a large. That's so two technically.
1: Okay, <laughs> so you have a coffee, but then you yeah. don't have it in the afternoon.
0: No, I have a coffee about half nine half nine nine half night I don't like it as the first thing I don't want it to wake me up mm-hmm. I don't want to rely on caffeine as my wake up I just want to I just love I love a coffee it tastes nice I love the froth I love a cappuccino chocolate sprinkle yeah, um,
1: yeah. it's nice I saw the other day somebody said because obviously you just mentioned you drink a lot of water first yeah and someone was like yes I know the drill hydrate before you caffeinate and she was like it's fine to drink coffee
0: as long as you have water first and I was like oh i didn't know that but apparently it's a thing oh i just don't have coffee in the morning i just don't want it as my wake up okay i just kind of have it later on to kind of keep me going in the morning yeah and i generally like it. if it was decaf i'd still enjoy it Mm. to be honest but yeah i just drink water in the morning because i'm thirsty and everyone says about this lemon water do you know how expensive lemons are to keep doing that (laughs) really
1: is that i don't know actually are lemons expensive I don't know. No. I I feel like they are. They're not as expensive as coffee. No way. Uh, (laughs) No, I feel like one lemon is like 16 pence Uh, or something.
0: Really? I thought they were like a pound for a couple no i don't Am know I maybe intrigued? if
1: you're buying like fancy unwaxed <laughs> organic <laughs> lemons but
0: it's still less than coffee. i like fancy lemons okay okay but no, i just drink water okay straight up water that's fine for me everyone does these fancy things with chia seeds in their water and things like oh, that Oh
1: gosh. yeah well some people yeah so one uh guy that was on the show who we love richie he has like his whole richie tea it's like oh, a brew with like yeah. um apple cider vinegar ginger lemon water okay. like all these different things it's like a it's like a Potion um, oh, that nice. he makes in the morning, um, and a few people have tried it and, t- and told me on Instagram stories that it's very nice. Oh, really? I mm. do take
0: apple cider vinegar in the morning. Okay, what um, is that? It's literally vinegar. It is. And so, I watched this program the other day about how people stay slim, people who kind of have weird eating habits. And one woman had an amazing gut microbiome. Oh, um, now I'm not a nutritionist or anything, so I'm not saying what I'm saying is right, but okay. this is just what I got from the show. She had this insanely healthy and varied gut microbiome. And I've heard a lot about the gut microbiome yeah, thing. And the, the nutritionist need- said that she drinks and eats so much vinegar in her day-to-day life. And that could be why. Oh. Um, and I've always had apple cider vinegar. I really love it There's a certain brand that I really like. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, you have to shake it though. Cause if you get that mother like the, it's like know. gunky, oh no, honestly, it makes you rich. Um, so what does
1: it like sound very naive, but I really don't know what it is. So is apple cider vinegar, is it, is it like the vinegar you put on fish and chips? Is it vinegar vinegar? It's
0: vinegar. Okay. It's not like that vinegar. It's kind of, that. what is that vinegar? That's just vinegar, that. isn't it? Apple yeah. cider vinegar is a little... It's light. It's, I've seen it. It looks kind of clear, like cloud. You know oh, the mean? one I drink's like brown.
1: Oh, okay. Okay, I need <laughs> to do some research. And I
0: dilute. So I dilute a shot with water, and I'll have it in the morning. Sometimes before I leave the house. Other times just before breakfast. So you just drink um, it with water, warm, yeah, cold, cold. Okay. I always have it
1: cold. Um, mm, maybe. Yeah, this is good. This is food for thought for me because I've heard so um, much recently about the gut microbiome and how apparently it's linked to lots of different um health complaints, but also how later in life things like Alzheimer's mm, and things yeah. that we don't really know much about. Out,
0: they're all connected to the gut it's so fascinating mm. the, the gut is just the most interesting thing you know what my three most fascinating things that i love to talk about are the gut mm-hmm. okay and therefore digestion and poo sorry and periods they're just topics that i think we should talk about more you should start a podcast <laughs> <you see>. those <laughs> yeah. three topics was the headline no one would listen <laughs> but they're just fascinating because mm. they do influence like your digestion your gut yeah i it's mean like the second brain of the influences body. everything just think when you when it's not comfortable and it's not working how crap do you feel Mm, you're not the same are you and then Mm. when it's all running smoothly Mm. then you feel good yeah well stay tuned for that
1: um podcast <laughs> coming soon oh no <laughs> so um uh, speaking about you know the morning routines and yes. the fact that you that. are up at 5 15 and mm. i think you've been doing that for quite a long time right for as long yeah, as i've a long you. time
0: yeah i just i'm a morning person yeah so do you think that getting up
1: early has helped you in your professional life
0: yes because i have hours before i start work to do my own thing that's my time i can fill it with however i please which in my case, I go to the gym, I train, I break a sweat, I feel good, I get to work, I'm in a good mood, I'm positive, I'm a positive Polly, you know, I'm ready for the day mm-hmm. because I've done I've done the thing I love, I've spent some time doing something for me, mm-hmm. and that's what I like. Um, Awesome. And I think that helps with your I think that helps with your job your career everything hmm.
1: and do you have any hacks for staying organized because I know that you're mega busy and as I said <laughs> I don't think people hear me six weekly magazines I think I, it's I actually one, seven <laughs> like I write one blog and I'm like you know so I know that you're busy so yeah any hacks that you <clears> have for being
0: organized and anything that you're still working on okay so I keep a paper diary mm-hmm. um, and it goes everywhere with me I love my little diary every year I get a new one it's like a a nice new thing that I've buy every year i've always buy myself a nice one um sounds a bit geeky but it's got everything in it and if i lose that diary i genuinely don't know what i'm doing okay i also set a lot of alarms on my phone even things like Oh, pack your socks for the gym tomorrow because you forgot them today. So I'll set an alarm and it'll go off 10 minutes before I leave the house, for example. Alarms are crucial. So you write it in the alarm on your phone. So it's not on just my an alarm
1: because an alarm just beeping, you're going to be like, what's that
0: for? I write it down. Okay. So, for example, I've probably got one this weekend, buy avocados or transfer <laughs> that money to so and so that you've got to pay for. So it'll go off. So then I'll go, oh, yep, yeah, must do that alarms are, cause as soon as I've set that alarm, I can remove it from my head. Cause mm. I know the phone will do the rest of the work.
1: Yeah, that's really good actually. Cause I think we, if we're trying to carry around with us a lot you of things. You just can't, you can't fill yeah. your
0: brain with too mm. much. I've got other things to think about. So I just yeah. want to put it down somewhere and lists. Lists are life. I love a list. <laughs> I have notebooks everywhere with lists tick, ticking off from the list all the time. Yeah. Pens of different colors. Um, yeah. So definitely it's, yeah. You've Alarms and diary and lists are so important. And anything that you're still working on? Yeah, I'm really bad with names. I'm awful with names. Um, I meet so many new people constantly, day in, day out. Lovely people. I'm just awful with names I can't remember names and I have that whole situation of oh nice to meet you oh yeah crap we've already met haven't we oh no and that's that's never fun yeah okay I've got
1: a couple of things for you Lucy yeah, so one is because I've had it before where I've been burned by the whole like so nice to meet you and they're like <laughs> we've met before and you just so think, never say oh, nice yes. to meet you always say nice to see you uh, you know what <laughs> <laughs> I just started doing yeah. that yeah oh so nice to see you because then if you've met them before it's, it's yeah. fine but if you haven't met them it's fine it's fine yeah and then with the name thing so there's two things that I've heard one is when someone, what are you laughing? I just <laughs> you remember him doing it, and you're like, oh no. But these are like genuine things that have really they've, they've helped me anyway. Okay. So one is that when you meet someone for the first time and they say, hi, I'm Lucy, you say, hi Lucy, great to meet you. So you say their name okay. back to them. So if I say, yeah, for example, like, hey, I'm Adrienne, and they're like, hi, Adrienne, come in. Like they've got to you just say the person's name back yeah. to them, and apparently that helps you. Helps, right? And if they have a difficult name actually if you can't say it back then ask them because people don't do it so they'll just be like oh hi i'm blah blah blah, blah. and then because they can't say the name <laughs> they're just like oh hi and they just don't try oh no so just ask them say oh sorry can you repeat that and then when they say the name say it back so yeah that's one tool um which i find yeah I, that's worked for me and i do that a lot when i meet people but the second one i haven't really done this much but it was i heard this on a podcast and it's like for people who are visual and creative mm-hmm. apparently it's really good so He said, this guy was like, when someone tells you their name, take the first letter of their name, then think of a visual that represents that and put it like imagine it in there so if it's say for example someone says to you my name hi i'm harry then you think of the letter h yeah. think of something so what's the first thing you're thinking of with h like a sort of hair hair so then yeah so think about hairy <laughs> okay. harry so you could be like honestly <laughs> you could be like i'm just gonna remember hairy harry or like oh hat so like imagine a hat on his head that's like really fancy okay so then every time you see him you're gonna think of that ridiculous hat and be like oh yeah because his name's harry
0: That's such a good idea. I'm going to start doing that.
1: You see, I don't know why that one... For me, I feel like it's too much... Not... I feel like I'd be you meet someone quickly, they say their name. Then if I'm like staring at them, thinking of like uh, the first letter and thinking of some imaginary thing, it, for me, it seems like too much like hard work, but apparently it is honestly a game changer. This guy was like, I can remember hundreds of people's names using this
0: technique. I think it would work. And you know what? I actually name everything. Like my bookcase is called Billy, my car, <laughs> my Fiat Punto used to be called Paula. Like all these, okay. so I name like Paula the Punto. I name everything. So I feel like if I named humans like Harry the Hat, gonna work something for it might start working okay. um yeah maybe i'll do that try it out yeah let us know report back
1: if you have um yeah if it's helped
0: yeah so for everyone <laughs> listening um for everyone listening
1: i like the the guest who comes in to give us something to work on this week so it's kind of we call it the power hour challenge and it just means that this week if you've got one hour to dedicating to doing something for yourself maybe to improve your life or improve yourself or i don't know get um more organized or fitter or whatever their goal is what could we
0: try this week I what know. could we try this week um i know it's probably been used sleep hygiene no go ahead go on um, basically the hour before bed just making it your finest hour to make sure your next seven eight six however many hours you sleep are the best hours of sleep you can get yes. because you know if you're eating like i said before sugar up to the point that you your head hits the pillow mm. you can't expect to have a good night's sleep like you just can't like, so what should
1: we do so what's the hour before the sleep hygiene hour what thing should we aim to be okay, doing okay you
0: are obviously I think putting your phone away is a good one I don't do that so that's scrapped but <laughs> I, I try not to drink in the hour or drink any kind of liquid because I'm one of those people who will be up all night going to the toilet okay. if I even drink like a sip of water I don't know what it is like one sip turns into a gallon <laughs> of water I just don't <laughs> understand um, I won't eat sugar or I try not to just eat before bed too, too close to bed generally because okay. then I go to bed feeling full mm. and uncomfortable, and you know, just yeah. not settled. Um, I like to, before bed, kind of maybe spend 10 minutes just reading a book, something that just helps my eyes doze off a little. Mm -hmm. Um, I love reading, but if I'm tired anyway, that just sends me right off. A good light, so something that isn't too bright, but obviously isn't isn't too dim if you are reading. Mm -hmm. Things like that. And just kind of making sure that anything that stressed me out that day Mm -hmm. is either written down in a diary. I've kept a diary my entire life, and every year that diary goes to my parents' house, sits in this big junk trunk, and um, then I have the new one for the year. I think keeping a diary is brilliant. You write down your feelings, your thoughts. It's a bit like Britney Spears, Dear Diary. She's got that single and I listen to it and I'm like, oh God, that's me, Dear Diary. <laughs> I love that you still have them though. That's like a book in there. I can't believe you still They're have They're brilliant. Them. You look back and you just think, my gosh, that's did so I funny. actually think that? Um, yeah, just write down your thoughts. Like It could be the most embarrassing thing ever, but only you are going to see it. Mm. And if it makes, makes you sleep better because you've not got something in your mind then so be it, I think it's great. Also, if you've got something you wanna to say to someone that's mm. annoying you, say it. Like just get it get it off your chest, get it out of your system. Mm. Um, to them or write it down? Either write it down, or if you're in a conversation with them, just yeah. just say it. Like, yeah. you know, you've, this has really bothered me. Um, I'm going to bed now, but I just had to say it. I've, I've messaged someone before and been like, look, I have to say this now, otherwise I won't sleep properly. But what happened today, that was really not on. Let's discuss it tomorrow or something like that. Just so it's off my chest, moved on to the next day fobbed it off essentially (laughs) and i could sleep well i just think you need to have a clear head when you go to bed Mm. um you know everyone has nights so they don't sleep through breakups or you know things that have happened in your life that are bad and obviously they they do affect you but you can try and get rid of the smaller things that might stress you out don't take your work to bed either i used to literally sit in bed and do my emails and i just thought why am i doing this like if that's the last thing i've done in my day before sleep no wonder i can't sleep because i'm thinking about that email or that you know someone above you might send an email that's like let's let's chat tomorrow or and um, I'm not pleased with this and you think and you You're think oh my worry. god what have I done what have I done I mm-hmm. should have just read that in the morning
1: yeah that's so, true because also there's nothing you can actually do about it at that time exactly. so I think that's the key thing with things like emails especially yeah because um, I have to say that to my husband sometimes because he's a teacher so it's like you know if you read something that nine o'clock you can't do anything about it no then. exactly so you can't do anything until the morning anyway yeah yeah that's
0: awesome so but I think, yeah, yeah the sugar and also I don't have dairy before bed dairy okay. really triggers me I don't know what it is um if I have it too close to bed I just don't sleep it keeps really? me awake yeah I've heard about
1: cheese giving people nightmares is that have you heard that before yeah I've heard it yeah, but so I don't really eat much that. cheese before no.
0: before bed so I okay. don't know do like cheese though. Cheese <laughs> is nice. Well, that's, that's
1: really interesting. I think that's going to be really um, mm-hmm. useful for a lot of people who want to try the power hour and they're just focusing on the morning. Mm. But it's really important to think about of the night course. before because it's, you know, we to set you up this week for a great power hour, you need to focus on having a really great night's sleep. So getting to bed a little bit earlier and as, as Lucy said, you know, not on the phones, no sugar you know just kind of taking mm. a little bit of time to go this is you know i want to focus on getting a good night's
0: sleep yeah and do something read a book maybe before bed that makes you smile it mm. doesn't have to be an educational book you know how everyone thinks everything you do now has to you have to be learning all the time and mm-hmm. i'm, it. I'm a, sorry i'm one of them no i get <laughs> so it no, I, I totally me. get like, it but sometimes no. i just want to read a trashy beach read before bed You yeah. know, something that is really like a rom-com or something that just makes me laugh and that's fine i think you know, yeah. do what makes you happy. And also don't stress about your sleep too much. I never sleep with a tracker in bed ever. Because no, like you said, I just, I just can't sleep with it on because I wake up and I'm thinking, oh no, my heart rate's gone up. Damn it, damn it, no. now it knows I'm awake. So that stressed me out enough. So I scrapped that idea. I don't yeah. need something to tell me how well I slept. If I wake up and feel feel refreshed mm. then i know i've slept well yeah i agree i'm so
1: against sleep trackers especially mm-hmm. if they're for example like say for example um some trackers that you wear on your wrist like a watch for example that have yeah. a little there might be a little light underneath um, <sighs> on your wrist or on that the front red one yeah and when you move it can come on and i heard i read this whole thing about light and how we should be sleeping and you know the room should be as yeah. dark as possible and even just having a small light that goes on mm. can disturb your sleep even though you might not feel like you've woken yep. up it will yep. disturb your sleep for like 45 minutes Of
0: course. so having something on your wrist that's going to light up no no way, way. it's not no worth way. it like you like i said you know how well you've slept i don't need a tracker to tell me how well i slept yeah if i wake up and i'm groggy and tired yeah i had a crap night's sleep if i yeah. wake up feeling good the tracker isn't going to make me feel better yeah uh, for it, sure. this is not so sleep is just pivotal i just find that that really is the absolute, okay. the key, yeah. Yes, sleep to win, people. Sleep is it. So we have talked
1: about time. We've talked about your organization and your alarms <laughs> and your morning routine. And, yes. Yeah, and I'm someone who really does value time. And I really mm-hmm. appreciate you, Lucy, giving me an hour of your time today. So my closing question, which I ask to every single guest on the show, is what is the most valuable thing that time has taught you? Um, you always
0: have enough time okay um people are like to have time if you want to do something or if there's something you really want to achieve or there's mm. someone you really want to see you will make time mm. and it goes the other way around if someone isn't seeing you or making time for you it's, it's absolute rubbish that they don't have time they would make time for you and i always go with that if you want to do something you make time mm. and that i know it might sound a bit kind of serious or no I think it's true though yeah you, you do make time for what you want to do um so it's rubbish that there's not enough time. There's yeah. always enough time. There's always enough time. And you've got to be organised and yes. then plan your time, or just get up freakishly early like me. <laughs> get up <laughs> early with us; you'll have loads more time. You'll be thinking, "Oh my gosh, it's only seven o'clock. I think, well, I've, yeah. I've done everything." You know what? Sometimes by seven, I'm like, "Damn, girl, <laughs> you did like, loads today, and you can go back to bed." Amazing. So yeah. Perfect, thanks Lucy. And where
1: can people find you online if they want to, if they want to follow you on Instagram, on social media, where can they find
0: you actually both online and offline? Um, online, I am Lucy Elizabeth Gornall, G-O-R-N-A-L-L, cause no one can ever spell my name. Okay. <laughs> and offline, I am-
1: So mean- like anything
0: coming up, like your classes, I guess. Oh, okay, yes, yeah. well. so I teach Dig Me. So Monday nights, half six and Wednesday mornings, 10 past seven at the Rathbone studio. Do come along, it's lots of fun, and I play great music like Craig David constantly. Yes. <laughs> yes. And then you can also um, pick up any of the magazines I work on. List them off, go on. Feel Good You is the, um, is my main little baby. Yeah. <laughs> and then um, the health content Woman and Home, we've got Woman, Woman's Own, Now Magazine, Chat, Pick Me Up, and Woman's Own Specials as well. Wow, lots of mags there amazing yeah thank you so much lucy and thanks thank so much you. for listening
1: everyone i really hope that you enjoyed the episode today let us know get in touch and also you can rate and review us over on itunes so don't forget to do that and also to share this episode if you found it interesting and you think someone else would as well then yeah, share it with them thanks so much i appreciate your time thank See you ya. get to bed <laughs>